Welcome, welcome. My name is Pastor B. Wallace. And I'm Keontae McDonald, and you're tuning to Simplify Complexity, a relationship podcast. That's right. So we want to welcome you to another day, another podcast. We are always honored and, and mm-hmm. grateful that you would join us. Uh, you could be doing anything. You could be anywhere. You're here with us. That's right. And so uh, welcome. Uh, but before we get to uh, kind of our, our topic today, mm-hmm. which is how do you achieve oneness in marriage? And And that's... That's a big topic. That's a big topic. Uh, but before we do that, I first want to thank Harris Booker at harrisbooker.me. We want to mm-hmm. encourage you to go there. Um, he shares a lot about insurance and life insurance and just really making sure we're prepared for some of the challenges right. that come with life. And I know you were sharing with, uh, I think, a brother-in-law, uh-huh. you know, just how he had lost a loved one. And yeah. sometimes it's those things we don't think about until exactly. it hits us. And, and, and so just be informed. So go to harrisbooker.me where you can get more information about that. Mm-hmm. So oneness in marriage, you know, and, and there's this, I mean, that's big. It's, it's huge because you hear it a lot. And I know our main scripture, if you will, kind of, if it came from Genesis, why don't you share with that? Yeah. So the main scripture is Genesis 2.24. And it says that um, this is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife and they become one flesh. And, and so you get this spiritual sense. And, and, and mm-hmm. I, I think I kind of wanted to start there is as we talk about oneness, uh, there's kind of different aspects. There's kind of like a secular idea of oneness yeah. in marriage. And then there's a spiritual idea of oneness. And so as you are listening, please understand that we're talking about the spiritual idea right. of oneness. Now, there is a physical component to that. But ultimately, it is a spiritual principle that we're trying to talk about. And, and with inside Christian relationships, mm-hmm. you're trying to obtain that oneness that, mm-hmm. that you talk about and you, you hear scriptures or maybe in marriage as you've been married and, and, and the, the one doing the ceremony might share you are now one. And, and, and oftentimes in marriage, you kind of have the lighting of the candles. Yeah, so if anybody's yeah. ever seen that and you're like, what is this whole idea of lighting of the candles? It's because you have two separate candles on the outside and then, you know, the, the wife and then the husband, they'll take that and they'll light the, the one the candle, candle and they'll blow out the, the two outside candles. Well, that's them representing this idea of what happens with the inside of marriage is where you're two individuals. Mm-hmm. And as two individuals, when you be when you get married, you are now one. And, and so. How do you achieve that though? It sounds so good. Yeah, so, it's, what are it's, your thoughts on that? Man, you know what? I think it's very better, easier said than done. So much easier you know I mean? said because than done. Because yeah. just like marriage in itself, it's just a lot of work. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just really interesting trying to find that oneness, especially with the ills of life on the outside of your marriage. Mm-hmm. Because we all still have life we have to live, you know? Yeah. You got your job, you got bills, you got kids. So it's like, where do you really find that time to really invest in each other to pull yourself together yeah. to really become one? That's good. That's you good. know what I mean? So um, did, did you have any uh, thoughts on that? Um, Man, you know what? I, I actually kind of made myself like a little list because I, I got a couple of things that can really help you to become one. Okay. You know right, I mean? So let's hear the first um, one you got. So the first one is really investing in your spouse. Mm, you know what I mean? That's good. That's um, really good. I think oftentimes, like I said, when we, when we just run the mill of just life, we can kind of get lost in just, you know, being monotonous with things of like the high and by when we right, wake up right, going to work. Right, or right. Not. We're not putting the effort in anymore. Exactly. We're not putting the work in. You yeah. know, so when you really take the time to, just like with anything, if you invest in a business, you're going to start to receive a return. It might not be then and there, but you'll receive a great return down the line. Right, right. You know what I mean? And you feel good about it. Yeah. Same as when you invest in your marriage and invest in your spouse. If you yeah. continue to invest in your spouse, you start to see how closer you get. Right. You know what I mean? Just how much, you know, that quality, investing that quality time and just like, yeah. So the thing that comes to my mind, I mm-hmm. want to add to that is just like, we have this idea of poof. 
Mm -hmm. You know, like we, we, we get it from kind of Hollywood where you get the oh, moment, you know, they look at you right. look at each other's eyes and the, the, the dramatic scene. But when you talk about marriage and when you talk about a lasting relationship, you know, you can have this euphoria. Mm -hmm. It's easy to have that within the first month. Right. It's easy to have that within six months and, and to maintain that you know, a year later, two years later. But then when you start getting like five years and, and 10 years, <laughs> that that euphoria is all over the place. You just yeah. up and it's down. And I really like what you were saying because that's actually one of the things I put down. I have four uh, things. And so one of mine was you got to fill each other's love tank. Mm -hmm. and, and we're basically saying the same thing is you got to put work in. Right. And early on in the relationship, why there's, there's this oneness and, and why you feel like you want to marry somebody is because each of them put work in. Mm -hmm. They were making sure they called. They were making sure that they sent those love notes or those love texts or those funny memes, you know, and right. making sure you crack those funny jokes. And you're going to make sure that you go out and you spend time together mm -hmm. because you're, you're trying to pursue one another because you're trying to make it work. Right, right, you right. want it to work. And so you're willing to do those extra things to where you feel together. Exactly. But when you get married. Yeah, it kind of it kind of <laughs> slips away. You know what I mean? It's just the little things like yeah. remembering stuff. I talk to I mean, a lot of people and I see on Facebook a lot. Like <laughs> people just be forgetting their wedding anniversaries. And I'm just like, for me, I'm just like, how do you do that? Because right. for me, it's like another birthday for me. I mean, I just always remember it. You don't yeah. forget your birthday. At least you shouldn't forget. Most people don't, don't forget, forget their birthday. birthday. <laughs> and, and, and so it, it, it's so true is what extra effort am I putting in? Exactly. And I think ultimately what, what we want you to walk away with is understand that you're not going to have oneness if you don't put that time and effort in to make those things work, to invest. Exactly. you got to invest. And I, I know I mentioned that kind of term, love tank. Mm -hmm. and, and so sometimes people don't fully understand what that means. And, and it's kind of like a car. And so in your car, in order for that car to go, you have to put gas in it exactly. or fill in it. Or even now today, you know, you have to put uh, electricity in mm -hmm. it. So either way, eventually, the more that you use it, the more that you drive on it, that fuel is going away because it's using the fuel in order to go. So right. if you don't refuel. If you don't go back to the gas station, eventually you're going to run on E and that car is going to stop running and it's not going to take you from point A to point B. Well, it's the same thing within relationships. And so as you are investing, you're trying to put energy into your marriage mm -hmm. or into that relationship. What ends up happening is it, it's, it needs fuel. Right. And if you're not replenishing that <clears throat> fuel, then that person is now running on E and it's, it's more difficult to to make that marriage run exactly that's a good that's a good point good yeah. point all right so what did you have for a second one huh? um the second one for me is you guys have to set goals together Ooh, you know good. and i think that's, that's very important yeah, yeah. because like i said oftentimes number one in marriage you're taking two different people from two different backgrounds mm. and putting them together and that's the whole thing about one is yeah yeah you know what i mean so oftentimes before we get married we always think about our lives like i'm gonna do this or i'm gonna do that yeah and once you get married is what are we going to do? Yeah. You know what I mean? So setting goals together, it really brings the oneness into the fold because you guys have one task that you're setting out to accomplish together. Good. You know, when you're together and working together, yeah, you know, yeah. it's just like when you get to, you know, if you get a job, right? And it's your first day in a job, you're not going to be buddy, buddy with everybody. Right. But over time, as you continue to work together to achieve a goal, you're like, man, this guy I work with, he, you know, he's, he's kind of cool. He's, he's kind of my good friend. You know what I mean? Yeah. Same thing in marriage and in relationships. You have to really put that time 
time in to really set goals together and chase after them with each other. I like that. I really like that a lot. So I'm going to kind of piggyback on that. It, it, it's similar, but it's a little bit different. So what I had as far as, you know, a step that we can take to achieve that oneness is to maintain healthy communication. Mm. Oh, that's, and, yeah, and, that's and so I think it, it kind of goes into the idea of work, but I, I wanted to separate it from, you know, just kind of filling a love tank because communication mm. is so important that it kind of deserves its own separate point. Oh, yeah. And, and so it's still something you have to work to do. It's still something you have to maintain, but you want to make sure specifically how well are we doing in the area of communication? Mm -hmm. Because oftentimes that oneness is lacking because we're lacking understanding together. Mm -hmm. You're thinking one thing and thinking they're thinking a whole, whole other. other thing. And, and yeah. that's where you're speaking two different languages. Mm -hmm. And literally you, you get frustrated as you're trying to express something and that other person is not getting it. And what ends up happening is now, well, let me say it louder. Well, that's not necessarily effective communication or mm -hmm. let me start screaming it or let me just stop talking at all. You're not you're not understanding me, so I'm just going to stop communicating. Right. Well, that's not effective either. And all those things end up bringing a, a destructive pattern right. within inside the relationship. And, and, and so I think and one of the scriptures I had for that came from Ephesians chapter four mm -hmm. In Ephesians chapter four, verse 26. It says, be angry and do not sin. And don't let the sun go down on your anger. Yeah. And, and so what ends up happening is you've got to have effective communication. It continues to talk about let no corrupt you know, talk come out of your mouth, but only such as good for building up. Mm -hmm. you know? and, and so we want our words to, to build up. And, and so good communication maintains good understanding and good understanding maintains oneness. Man, that's and good communication. <laughs> just like you said, it's a whole topic by itself. That could be a whole podcast yeah, by itself. Yeah, you ain't because communicate communication is everything. It's everything. You know what I mean? If you don't really get that down, it's just kind of like, what do you have? Just like you said, we can be in two different places. Two different places. Thinking we're in the same place. And though. people stay there for so long. And and so absolutely. Mm -hmm. You have any um, others? And so for me, another one, um, I'm going to actually use a scripture okay. to, to start this one. And then the scripture is Mark 10 chapter, I mean, Mark 10 verse nine. Okay. I um, mean, it says, therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. Mm. And so the biggest goal, the biggest um, thing on my list for this, with this scripture is you really got to watch your circle. Okay. You got to watch who you're letting give you input into your own marriage. Yeah. And now why I say that is because it's great to find wise counsel. You know what I mean? But sometimes we just get counsel and it's just not sound. You know, it's not yeah. sound advice. Yeah, yeah. And that can actually drive a wedge in between you and your partner just, you know, not creating oneness at all. You know what I mean? Just driving you guys apart. Mm. Um, for example, I was talking to a friend um, and, you know, she's been going to... Um, uh, 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 marriage therapy, okay. Uh, you know, or, or marriage counseling, yeah. And she was just like, you know, I'm gonna have to just go ahead and get me another therapist because the person <laughs> that I'm, the person I was talking to, pretty much, she was kind of leading me down towards like, well, maybe you guys should get divorced. And wow. she was just like, you know, that's that's not how this works. Yeah, that, that's, that's <laughs> where I was trying to go. Right? Yeah, you know what I mean? So, you know, it's sometimes it's, it's, it's best to really reevaluate your circle mm -hmm. and just look at the advice that you're giving and where people are guiding you. Good. I, I like that. I like that. Now, so it's, I, I, God is so good because where, where you're going, I, I'm going to take that same scripture mm -hmm. and I want to kind of build on it because this is actually my number one point when it comes to how do you obtain oneness. Mm -hmm. and, and so will you read that scripture one more time? So, therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. And, and so the number one way for me 
that you achieve oneness is, as we kind of already mentioned, it is a spiritual thing. And so it first starts spiritually. So as you're trying to obtain something physically, if you don't first obtain and understand it spiritually, then you won't gain it. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's ultimately God, it is ultimately Christ yeah. that gives us that oneness. And so we're two individuals. And as people are two individuals, as they're trying to become one, you really can never fully become one physically, mm-hmm. but you can spiritually. Yeah. And, and so it's your spiritual oneness is actually in Christ. As one person has ideologies and has a worldview, and another person has ideologies and, and, and a worldview, what helps those two to become one is because your oneness is in Christ. So as we have conflict in the relationship or communication, mm-hmm. as we have challenges as far as effort and work and the things that we're going to do with inside the relationship, the, the common factor that you share, the one place that you come back together always is in Christ. Right. And so if there's a break in your relationship with Christ, there's going to be a break in your oneness together. Mm. And you'll find it every single time with inside a relationship as one is challenged in their personal relationship with God, then you will find that there will also be a disconnect right. inside that relationship. Yeah, man. You know, and it's it's really that's a big thing because in, oftentimes when we're in our marriages and we're in relationships, we kind of don't notice it. Mm. It's like we notice it, but it's just, you know, it's like, well, well maybe this will work out. But, you know what I mean? We just really don't. We don't really dive into it. We don't talk about right. it much or whatnot. And that's a big thing. Well, because part of that, I think, is because we're always focused on what the other person isn't doing. Right. And what they need to be doing. And you need to do this and you need to do that. But this part really challenges you. Are you making sure that you're one in Christ Mm -hmm. to where that way when they are ready or they're in that position that now they can be one in Christ. Mm -hmm. And and so that's where it's important that I just got to do my part. Right. You know, and am I doing my part to make sure that I'm there to meet and, and cultivate this relationship spiritually. Mm-hmm. And because I'll, I'll be honest, you might be going through something, you might be dealing with something. As you're dealing with this thing, you're frustrated. But you have to step back and say, Am I only focusing on this challenge physically? Right. Because not everything can be solved physically. physically. And you have to begin to address it also spiritually, and then you'll start to see fruit. Then you'll start to gain rest and, and, and peace, even in the midst of what you're going through, because God is able to give that. Mm-hmm. That's good, man. Yeah, and I'm just thinking of that, man. Um, it was something we were talking about before we started the podcast. <laughs> you know, because when we do try to just focus on that physical, we're just looking at the outside thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Not focusing on the inside. Just recently, I just told you, like, me and my wife, we went to a water park, right? Okay. And her phone got messed up. Now, her phone's not turning on, so, you know, when it's not turning on, we're just looking at the outside like, is anything cracked or, you know, is anything messed up? But what really the problem is, it's the inside. There's something on the inside. You know what I mean? There you go. So, that, that, that was just gold. That was just gold. That was good. That was good. All right, so did you have any last ones? Um, The only last thing I would just say um, is a scripture, and it's Matthew 6, 21. And that scripture says, for where your treasure is there your heart will also be. Mm. Um, so just kind of just bring it back in full circle, just about investing. 
Yeah. You know, you just have to read. Just, just really think about your marriage. Just really think of just things that you can do to continue to build that um, oneness with your spouse. To continue to build that bridge of communication. To continue to build that, like, hey, you know, I'm in this together. I mean, I'm in this for you forever. We're in this yeah. together. You know, you just have to keep investing. Um, another example, like for me, my wife's birthday is coming up. Right. You know, and so I can just kind of just sit, you know, down and say, oh, her birthday's coming up. We'll just go to dinner like we always do. You know what I mean? But that's just so, you know, I'm not putting any effort into that. Right. So now I'm really, like, you know, for the past month, I've just been planning, like, okay, what, what can I do for her? Can I, can I take her somewhere? Can I right. fly her out to somewhere? You know, can I buy her this and that? So I'm really putting in the thought to really invest in her to make sure that she has a great day. Right. It's not a last minute thought. Exactly. That's good. That's good. Uh, I, I think for me, the last one that I had actually is really interesting. And I mm. can't get, I'm not, we're not going to get fully in depth into where this can go. Um, I did have an opportunity to do a podcast with a really close friend of mine named mm-hmm. Hosea Collins. And, and so you can actually go back into our podcast. Uh, you can go to simplifycomplexity.org. And uh, the title of it was The Spirituality of Sex. Mm. And, and so as we kind of talked about how the spirituality of oneness, um, there's, there's a very physical connection that we gain when it comes to oneness as a result of sex. Mm. And, and so what ends up happening is that's why sex is so precious. That's why sex is actually meant for the, the confines of marriage right. because it was a part of the consummation of that marriage. Mm-hmm. It was, a, it was a, an act of what we consider a blood covenant scripturally. Yeah. And so as you have a, a marriage vow is a covenant. And as you make this covenant, there is a blood portion of that. And so when you begin to talk about sexual organs and how those sexual organs work and, and mm. ends up happening sexually, I know I'm kind of getting a little <laughs> deep and I hope I'm not making anybody uncomfortable, but it's, a, it's, it's amazing because there is blood involved. Mm-hmm. And, and so as you talk about the woman's hymen, as you talk about the, the, the penis and, and what even causes an erection, mm-hmm. there's still blood involved. And it gets deep. So you got to go check this podcast. So the spirituality of sex. But but ultimately, the, the point that I'm trying to make is we, within inside of our culture, have made sex a casual thing. Yeah. We've diminished and the, the value and the importance of what that represents and what that means. Mm-hmm. And so now what ends up happening is as I've become desensitized behind the importance of in the union of sex right now i have casual sex so when i do get married what that sex means in the in in having that sexual intercourse and the oneness that's supposed to come from it it really doesn't come yeah and so there's no bond so actually i have all these other bonds with people because as you have sex it creates a bond Mm -hmm. and so i have bonds with all these other sex partners and, and now I'm desensitized. And, and, and so I, I want us to understand, I guess the point I'm trying to get to is as we talk about oneness, understand the role that sex plays in that oneness. Mm-hmm. And that's why you want to save yourself to a marriage because it has a natural effect within inside both people. Right. Where it's like, man, we have this, we're sharing something that we don't share with anybody, anybody else. That's good. There's this oneness that's that there's not with anybody else and that's why when you find people who are sexually active and they haven't completely desensitized themselves when it comes sexually mm-hmm. it's so hard 
to probably break up that relationship. Mm-hmm. Even though there's all types of signs like this is no good. Right. He, know, he, here, he cheated on you here. She cheated on you there. Right. And, and, you, and you're wondering why is it so hard is because they've become sexually bonded. Mm-hmm. But they haven't, they haven't combined that with marriage. And so it's meant to go together because when you have sex, and in that sex, that's that consummation of marriage, and it means something. And so what ends up happening is it's kind of like I'm giving of myself without the full vow, without the full uh, commitment. Right, right. So, so that, that was the last kind of point that I wanted to Hey, get. that's deep, though. You know, and, I, and I really hope you guys really take, man, right. find that podcast that he's talking about and listen to it because, I mean, just that little tidbit was deep. Yeah. You know, man. Yeah. <clears throat> Trip. So... Um, well, I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. I hope that you kind of gained some some ideas as far as what you can do with inside of your marriage mm-hmm. to achieve. And even as we talked about the sexual portion of what you can do before you get married. Right. Um, and just understand that that impact, even if you've had sex, you could be a born again virgin. Mm-hmm. As you make that commitment, God creates us to be a new creature. And so you make that commitment to Christ and you say, Lord, from this point on, I'm going to save myself until I get married. Even if you're dating the person that you're going to marry. Yeah. It, me- it means something. There's a sacrifice there. So even if you're engaged and you're sexually active, just say, you know what? We're going to do That's it God's way. We're going to stop having sex until we eventually do those vows. And it, right. it, it elevates what that means mm-hmm. and the sacrifice that you're making for one another. It's good stuff. So uh, you want to pray? Yeah. Father, we just thank you, Lord, again for this time, Lord. Mm. We just thank you for our listeners, Lord. We just thank you for this podcast, Father, and this platform that you've given us, Father. Um, As we just speak on oneness and marriage, Father, we ask, Lord, that you just continue to bless our listeners, Father. Mm. Those that may be married, Father, and searching to just really gain oneness, Father, help them to just see ways so they can invest in their marriage, Father. Help them to see ways so that they can just turn things around, Father, and just to continue to grow together, Father, to move forward together, Father, and not have a divide in between them, Father. Those are listening that aren't married father we ask that you just allow them just to see tips and tools father that they can use father to um just to gain that oneness that they're looking for once they get married father um they can start practicing these things now lord and just to continue to be strong lord and just um search for you father and what you want them to do father um in this um in this chase of just being one father yes, so we just thank you lord again for our listeners father and just continue to bless this podcast father and just to help us lord to be lights father in this world for you father and it's in your son jesus name that we pray amen amen well again thank you so much for joining us we want to encourage you please go to the website simplifycomplexity.org mm-hmm. uh you can follow me at brian e wallace and i'm keontae mcdonald k-e-o-n-t-e McDonald like the restaurant. McDonald like the restaurant. See, make, you make me feel bad every single time because I don't have like no little catchphrase. Yeah, oh, man. Like Wallace, like William Wallace <laughs> of Braveheart. There we go. All right, there we go. So um, also, please review us. Please review, subscribe, subscribe, review, review, share it with a friend and um, get this resource out. It's really yeah. a blessing. If it's been a blessing to you, let it be a blessing to somebody else. God bless you. God keep you. Until next time. Going, then I'm not going. Let us be best minded with the mind of Christ. Let us love one another as you will love. Ah, you need me just as much as I need you because a body can't function when a body's been too. So up to downs, let love abound, whether it's good or bad. My family can't be found. That's the way it's supposed to be. It's a family reunion, and my family's with me. Come on, this is what you're going for. Come on, stand up, put your hands up.